Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday live with you if you're listening live. Uh, if you're listening on the archives, tell your friends. They can find us in many places, wsradio.com, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and a lot of streaming services. In addition, you can also find us on Twitter. And Marsha, Kurt uh, does that for us. And how does he do that? And how do they listen? Well, Kurt is live on Twitter right now. Hi, I'm at Marsha Collier on Twitter. And our hashtag is Tech Radio. And we've got a few people out there who are definitely listening. Hello to Jeffrey Aztec Barnes at Aztec Consulting. Hey, uh, Jeffrey. How Jim are you? Katzman. Good to hear from you. And Linda Sherman. Good to see you all out there. And we're going to try and live cast on Twitter as well as be sure to catch on our archives the show in all your favorite networks. Well, excellent. They can find us pretty much everywhere. And how was your week? I know you have a, uh, I had a birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to you. Well, yeah, I got a comment on that. And I want to thank everybody on Facebook who, who said happy birthday and all that. But problem, it seems people are now choosing to make uh, happy birthday no- messages on LinkedIn. Which is a two-step oh, process. You have to click. You have to go. You have to click. You have to go. And I have like two hundred on there that I'm never going to get to. It, it's oh just, gosh! So I want to thank everybody for the kind wishes. It's so sweet of you. And I'm going to make a video and post it. But I'm just. I, it's so hard now to get to everything between Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Right. It's tough. But thank you so much for the wishes. It made me feel so good. Well, yes, happy birthday. It was Marsha's 30th birthday, so happy birthday to you. That yeah, made me was... 31 this year, I think. That, that's so, right. That's yeah. what it did. Yeah, and so I happy heard, birthday. It was funny. I heard, In my head, when I woke up on my birthday, I heard one of our listeners' voice in my head, Valencia, who, who always said happy birthday. Oh, we love so Valencia. That, it was lovely. Uh, uh, okay, good. Well, it's been a uh, what looks like the start of an exciting period in the United States, and not the United States, in the world. We're going to first start getting the corona vaccines distributed, which will take a long time to do, months to do, but at least they're going to start, it looks like, next week so or the week after. So that's exciting. We're all really anxious to get out of our homes and do the things we're you know used to doing. So uh, that was the latest news for me. What about you, Marsha? Well, I spoke to my family in the UK because they're going to be starting before us. In the UK, they're depending on the Pfizer studies 100%. In the US, we're double testing. And in the UK, the people have a little bit of questioning. As a matter of fact, I have a bunch of news from the UK I'm going to interject into the show today because, you know, all of a sudden the world is smaller and we all have the same problems. So it's all interesting, but it's kind of a thing where they said, give it to the politicians first and let's see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, well, that will yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, at least we're we're making stunning, remarkable progress, which that is was pretty a joke, amazing. Mark, 
Oh, it was. was? Sorry. Yes. Give oh, sorry. I'm doing 27 things at once. So was I. Give the vaccine to the politicians first. Wah, wah, oh, got wah. it. Got it. Okay. Yes. Get it. Okay. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I got it now. Yeah, and that is that is certainly true. I completely agree with that. I mean, it's um, their big ideas. So anyway, oh. uh, lots of stuff to talk about today. We've got a million different topics to review. And uh, you had first, you know, we, we st- we're still going to be going through this, needless to say, for a while. So um, you found some of the best times to go to the store. Which well, are, I got to tell you, I, really think we're, I think we're stuck with this for, I really hate to say it, till next fall. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be anywhere near that Okay, one. I hope you are right. That would be huge. Yeah, that would me be too. just great. Because I want to get out of here so bad. Right. <laughs> I know I know of people who are forging um tests. So I mean it's uh it's bad. People yeah, want to travel. Not good. People want to travel. So anyway, to TLDS folks, here's the story. You go into a supermarket, you're going to be exposed to a crap ton of people. Um, bottom line, make your stay in the market as short as humanly possible. I zipped up and down the lines uh, no more than 30 minutes in a store. But Google did a study, and they found the safest time to go grocery shopping to be Mondays at 8 a.m., which I'm not going to do. Not a friggin' chance am I going to get up at 8 a.m. to go grocery shopping. Oh, that would be 7 Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that ain't happening. So they said the worst time would be on Saturday afternoon. So, quote, avoiding crowds lowers your risk. It's best not to shop Saturdays from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Good idea. Okay. And... During Thanksgiving week, Wednesday was often the most crowded day, so I assume that's going to work the same for Christmas. Um, And in general, just remember this, the grocery stores are least crowded on Monday mornings, so that, that would be up to noon. And if you can, just choose a weekday morning to do your food shopping to limit your exposure to other people. Just definitely avoid peak hours. And if you have Google on your phone, just search your supermarket and click it and come up on the page. And then you have to uh, take a look and it has a thing in it. It will let you know how many people are in the store. So that'll help you a bit. Yeah, that's important. I mean, it, you know, right now it's here in, in California. We're on another three-week pretty much shutdown order to, you know, to not leave. So I actually, I have to say I actually had a... Uh, a sandwich this morning. There's a local place out here. Well, it's actually a national place called Capriati's. I don't know, Marsha, have you ever had their sub sandwiches? Uh, very good sandwiches. And I got on my Uber Eats app and ordered my sandwiches and had them in about 40 minutes on my front door. So you could pretty much get anything delivered to your house now, which is great. Yeah, I'm finding, though, I'm definitely trying not to uh, use Uber Eats and stuff like that. I'm using Menufy and chow hound the ones that the small businesses pay a monthly fee for versus being charged for every order that comes in and i'm very very yeah, conscious of trying to help them out financially and picking up whenever i can 
because they well, yeah, and we do that too. Back of car pickup, so that's important. Yeah, and I've used yeah, I've used a number two. I'm using Uber Eats because it's now linked to my American Express card, and they give you money every month on your American Express card. So uh, that's why. Oh, really? I gotta go do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it worked great. Yeah, they gave me a thirty-five dollar credit, so I. uh, I was able to order and still pay more than 35 bucks, but I ended up getting, you know, with all their fees and charges and whatever. Uh, but it worked efficiently. It's, you know, it's kind of the same with some of the apps where they show you where your driver is. You know, it's like Uber. He'll be here. Here's who we are. You can text him while the order's coming. And, you know, so that was kind of a nice feature to have. Um, and I've already eaten my sandwich and I've had lunch for the day. So there we go. Um, okay. Well, so I found uh, one also- really funny story. And I, it just cracked me up, and it's not a heavy tech news story, but... Okay, so a Taiwanese man had to part with his PlayStation 5 last month after his wife discovered that he had lied to her about it being an air purifier. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I love that story. You know, the, for mean, those of you who don't know or haven't seen the PlayStation 5, it's a real funky-looking device now. It doesn't look like the typical gaming devices that you've probably seen before, your previous PlayStations, you know, the 4s, the 3s, whatever. It's just a, I, I guess I could see where he could get away with saying that it was a uh, an air purifier. Because So the way the yeah. story came out, which is even better, uh, courtesy of Jin Wu, who turned out to be the lucky recipient of Sony's next-gen console, uh, yeah, the guy detailed him. his interaction on Facebook claiming that one day after agreeing to buy the PlayStation 5 from a reseller in person, he called the individual he believed to be a man on the phone only to hear a woman pick up. After his brief conversation with this mysterious woman, he could ascertain that she didn't know much about the PS5, but was adamant about selling it, even at a remarkably low price. (laughs) Right. So uh, we don't know what the price is that it sold, but when he arrived to their agreed pickup spot, Wu was Wu the buyer was greeted by a middle-aged man. They just dis- then discussed how he was able to get his hands on such a highly sought-after device. Did you buy two? Why are you selling it? My wife wants me to sell it. And the guy said, "I went silent after seeing the look in his eyes. I could feel his pain." Um, it turns out women can ter- tell the difference between a PS5 and an air filter. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 there's only one word for that. If your wife makes you give up your PS5, it's divorce. I'm sorry. You can't. Nobody's asking me to give up. I don't have one yet. I tried to buy no, one. No, actually, the time. point is, Mark, if you lie about a PS5 being an air purifier, there's the divorce. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Well, the the, the more salient thing is no, that his no, wife wouldn't no, ha- no, let him no, have no, it to no, begin no. with, which is why no, he no, had no. to lie about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a really funny story, and uh, I like it. And, but I thought and, we yeah, had to share that. I can get that my was PS5 uh... air purifier in my house, I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Uh, okay, what what is Amazon's sidewalk? Talk to well, us about that. This This is interesting because... You mentioned when you got your Amazon device that lets you know that when the mail is delivery. Delivered. Yes, correct. Now, you bought the device. It didn't work. So you called Amazon and they made you buy a bridge, correct? Yes. Okay. So I've looked into this. 
technically your Amazon device um, should be working by itself. It yeah, in theory, should. it should have. It, it, it wasn't should, very right. clear. But you needed a bridge for it to make it from your house to your front door because, you know, you've got two miles between your front gate. <laughs> Not quite, but, but yeah, there's a distance. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, basically what this did was put you into Amazon Sidewalk, believe it or not. And Sidewalk, okay. for those who don't know, uh, a quick tutorial on Sidewalk, is that it's a community network that you become part of so that 500 megabytes every month get taken from your router to be used by these bridges in the neighborhood to share wireless broadband with your neighbors. Okay. This, you know, if you want this, this is fine. But I've found out that, for instance, Comcast is now putting uh, data caps, you know, on how much data can be used on home Wi-Fi. Right. Right. So, you know, do you want to give up 500 megabytes? Um, and is it even safe? You know, there's always been questions about that. They say all sidewalk networks are triple encrypted. And Apple uses several additional security features, each user's identity and data from each other, so you know who's piggybacking off your network, but right. you, excuse me, you won't know, or the precise location in the community finding feature. If this all smells like bad fish to you, and you don't want to give up half a gig of your data a month, especially if you have a cap on your account. You opt out of this by going to your Alexa app. And Mark, you can't because you can't use device, the device without the bridge. But for right. those who do not have the bridge and don't care and don't want to play, right. you can go to your Alexa app, go to settings, account settings, Amazon Sidewalk, and you can tap community finding to turn off approximate location sharing, but let your devices use sidewalk, or you can tap Amazon sidewalk to toggle it off altogether. And this okay, is an issue. Cool. Nobody asked, nobody asked you and nobody told you, Mark, when you were getting that bridge, why you were getting it, did they? Right. Yeah. They told you you needed it to make your thing work better. And, and, well, and that was better, simply not the truth. Yeah. What? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was simply it. not yeah, the I truth. Couldn't. It's simply not the truth. And we have to, you know, be aware of what's going on here. Yeah. That's a problem. Uh, are you saying to me that companies would lie? <gasps> really? I think so. No. Maybe. No, maybe, Marcia, maybe. no. Yep, 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 yep. But anyway, that what they didn't do, they didn't lie. They just didn't tell you. And I don't yeah, think that's, that's fair that they're te not telling you that you're going to be used as part of this sidewalk network. Right. So, yeah, I don't know what to say, but I would yeah, shut it I off don't... if you don't need it. 
Well, I mean, I do like the device. It, it, it is, you know, because I was someone that, you know, would walk out to the, you know, our mail for some reason can, re, you know, come to our house anytime between three and eight o'clock at night. So, you know, I got tired of walking outside, you know, every half an hour. Oh, is the mail here yet? Is the mail here yet? So the device works great. Uh, one odd thing, I happened to have been out getting food, and it was windy. We had, uh, in in the area this last couple of days, Edison. Yeah, we've had some insane winds here, too. Edison shut down. Yeah, we had, well, yeah, they shut down the power. So fortunately, we had the generator, it didn't affect us. But I kept getting in my car, I kept getting notices your mailbox sensor is going, your mailbox sensor is going. And when I uh, drove home, I realized that I had left the mailbox door open. So every time the wind blew the mailbox, I got a notice saying your sensor is moving. You know, so you got to make sure it's securely closed. But it works fine, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. And, you know, hooray for that. So I'm, I'm happy now. I only go out to the mail when it's actually arrived, which is really nice. That's good. So listen, you yeah. had a story which I found was kind of interesting about um, phone scams pretending to be Apple or Amazon. What's that all about? Um, well, the you know, there unfortunately, there are so many phone scams going on right now that uh, it's very difficult to know what's the right one and the wrong one. And because I am, let's see, you know, Marsha, I am having difficulty finding that story. So if you've got it, you go with it. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're trying, we're, you know, we work. It was your all, story, you know, dude. Okay. You're so funny. You are just so funny. Well, okay. I had a lot of problem finding your stories this morning for some reason, but that one you say is mine. So, uh, okay. Presenting. Okay. You're absolutely so anyway. right. Now I do remember uh, that story that you just gave me. And, you a know, senior we, moment from Mark. A lot of, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry, so I said, so the FTC has made a call to everybody that scams are going. You get these phone calls, pretty much they're all robocalls, and they pretend right. to be either Apple or Amazon. And in one version of the scam, you get a call and a recorded message that says it's Amazon. The message says there's something wrong with your account. And it could be a suspicious purchase, a lost package, or an order they can't fulfill. Um, the FTC's blog post said they got audio, uh, audio samples of the robocalls. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got an email. Or I, I don't know. I, it could have been a voicemail saying that there was a problem with one of my calls. And I let Amazon know on Twitter. And they were so useful that they sent me to a link on their page that said I should contact the FTC. Now, really, oh, I mean, if it, if it was me, I'd be on it, right? But no, call the FTC and here's the link you should report it on. So I'm right. going to assume a lot of people got this. Uh, bottom line, Amazon's not going to be calling you. One of the phone messages said... An unauthorized purchase of an iPhone XR, 64 gigabytes for $749, was being ordered from your Amazon account. Then it'll ask you to press 1 to stay on the line to talk to a consumer rep to cancel the order. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things like suspicious activities, and your iCloud account has been breached. Before using any Apple device, please contact Apple Support Advisor. Now, I'm not quite sure how you could contact the Apple Support Advisor before using your Apple device. Right. But it's things like this. They're all scams. They're trying to fish your data. 
So just remember, Apple doesn't normally call you, do they? Uh, Mark? Well, companies do. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You said Amazon? Uh, Apple or I, Amazon. Amazon does not call. Yeah, no, Amazon Apple doesn't call email. you. Sometimes you get a notification of something, but no, they don't call you. Yeah, they don't call you. So beware of all of this. And if you have a question, just go directly to the website that's mentioned in the call. Right. And believe me, if there's a problem with your account, click on your account and take a look. You oh, will yeah. know. And then tweet to that business on Twitter and let them know that this is occurring. Not that Amazon yeah, seemed to have given a crap, but... <laughs> I know there are so many of these scams going on. I, you know, I, Hey, uh, thank you for your order of the $2,000 Canon camera. We, you just placed on your Amazon account. Is there, if there's anything wrong with this, click this link to let us know. Well, first of all, Amazon doesn't work that way. You know, as we're talking about, they don't send you things saying I didn't, uh, did you really buy this mark? No, they don't do that. So anytime you get something like that, even if it looks real, it is very likely to be not real. And, you right. know, as Marcia said, just go directly to the source. That's the only way you can assure yourself. Go to your app. You know, if you have an Amazon app or, you know, a million different apps, go directly to the app or, as Marcia said, go directly to the website. Because uh, you're Go gonna directly to the website because you, the more apps we use, the more we expose ourselves to phishing and hacking. So, honestly, every app you download is draining your data not only data, but your information, your location. You'll be shocked how that innocent little find me a discount on the internet thing right. is using your data. I, I have just stopped downloading apps. It, it's been pretty well, bad. Well, on the other side of it is you, you're also not safe just doing, going to the, you know, for those, for those purposes, going to websites on your computer. Because, you know, do you, when, when you see, I do this all the time, you know, because in California, you now can opt out of selling your data. So there's a law that was passed in California. So every website I go to now says, you know, would you like to read our privacy things? And then, of course, they give you this toggle switch, which they don't actually tell you what makes it on and what makes it off. So I'm Which is well hidden, too. I can't find it on many websites. Yeah, they're supposed to have it on every website. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but you're getting scammed. You're getting tracked on the internet. But, you know, you may be, I don't know about geotagging because I'm not sure. Well, uh, it yeah, depends you're, you're, on the app. But, but bottom line, if you download an app, check to see what permissions you're giving it. Are you giving it all of your contacts? Because right. if, if I'm one of your contacts, I really don't want you to give me away. That's just there. That's that yeah. bottom line. So consider yeah, very, that. Very, very difficult. Okay. So it's easy to, as we're talking about, it's easy to find anything on the web. I mean, literally, you can find anything in probably 30 to 50 seconds. You found out how to find anyone's email address in 60 seconds or less. How do we do that? Well, since we're short on time in this segment, I'm going to condense what I was going to say to okay. let you know that we're all doing shopping right now. And we all may be having troubles with different businesses and this can count as airlines or um, networks or anything we're using just think about it anything you may have customer service issues with there is a website called Elliot E-L-L-I-O-T-T dot org O-R-G where you can look up 
any company. For example, I just looked up Dish Network because someone may have a problem with Dish Network. On the Dish Network page, it has their mailing address, the phone contact numbers, the social media contact numbers, for Twitter customer service, the proper account. Then you have executive contacts, which gives you customer attention, executive escalations. You know, Mark, your famous office of the president. Yeah, yes. you can get you can get all that information right here on Elliot.org, uh, the vice president of customer care. And I'm getting phone numbers on this page and direct email addresses. So if you have any yeah. customer service questions with any project product that you're not um, getting what you need from the company, because that does happen. I'm still up in the air with AT&T, by the way. It's been three months. <laughs> just, they haven't fixed you know, it yet. And I keep paying my bill and I keep getting email apologies. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, and I'll tell a really quick story because we're running out of time about AT&T that something's happened. When the power goes out in our neighborhood, for some reason, the landlines go down. If you have a power, I mean, it makes sense if you have a powered phone, but we have a generator. So our generator is running and our phones are working. But for some reason, they don't unless you plug directly into the wall. So I dial, I'm sure everywhere across the country, if you have AT&T, you dial 611 and they connect you with telephone repair. And when it comes on, it says, are you calling in regard to number, you know, 217-456-789? And I go, No. Well, that's happened to me about five times because the number that's coming up on the phone is a number I've never heard of before. Interesting. So I thought, yeah, so I thought, wait a minute, what is going on here? So I, I let it go for a while and it's finally bothered me and I thought, I got to find out what this is. So the first thing I do is the, the next time I get that number, I write it down, I call the number, I'm connected with AT&T. But wait, what? So I get... It takes me, no joke, 45 minutes to connect to the right department within AT&T just to simply ask the question, what is going on here? I get a woman from AT&T who is not horrible but very unfriendly. And I said to her, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've spoken to her lots of times. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let me wrap this up. So real quickly, I speak to her. She doesn't know how to fix it. We can't help you. Sorry. See you later. Yeah, they're getting terrible. Sorry, AT&T. I hate to bang on you, but this is bad. So yeah. we're going to be back with Mark's Buy of the Week right away. And we're going to carry COVID-19 space research to the next segment. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and Kurt Boothman on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet You are listening to Computer we'll and back. Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 